All right, we are here. It's a review podcast, and I like to keep doing this during the football season, but this is fun. The tough thing about it is we started this because we're in the offseason right now. It is March 29th for the Steelers, and naively, Paul and I and Joe were like, man, this could be nothing to talk about with the Steelers. We're going to have like a five-minute Steelers show. What are we going to do for the rest of our time? So let's do a review podcast. But the darn Steelers every week are making news, actually legitimate news. And so our Steelers podcast is going an hour. We've got limited time for our review podcast. So we're going to, we're going to attack it. We're going to do it. It's going to be good. Um, this week we are talking about Night Course, the NBC um, comedy, um, Harry Anderson, John Larroquette. Um, and, and Joe, here's where my concern comes on the show. Um, I'm none of these other names are really big. Um, what do you call it? Yeah, names you remember because that, I, that's the guys I remember. Do you remember the other names? Wait, of uh, which names? A uh, nightclub. Like I, I think of Harry Anderson. I think yes. of John Larroquette. Yes. And I'm drawing a blank. I'm like the real tall guy that Richard was Mall. Richard yeah, Mall. Yeah, the tall guy, the guy that was Ed Shades. Yeah. Cool. Marky Post. Um, uh, Charles Robinson, who played Mac, uh, and then they had a. Uh, there were a couple of different characters that rotated through. They had the th- the other bailiffs that worked with Bull. There yes. were three of them because uh, Selma. Oh, what was her real name? They the, two of them had their name was the character name, uh, Selma and Flo. Uh, that was their actual names, and so that became the name of their character on the show. But both Selma and Flo both passed away from cancer during the yeah. run of the show, and then Marsha Warfield took over as Roz, the uh, the other bailiff. Well, and you kind of joked about it because I couldn't find and. If we have a minute at the end, I'd like to gripe about this, but I couldn't find – well, YouTube was charging me two bucks to watch Night Court episodes. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It's for a podcast, but, you know, I'm a journalist, darn it. I don't make enough money to drop two right. bucks every time <laughs> YouTube wants me to pay for a 15-year-old sitcom. But I had I, to dig all over the internet to find yeah, <laughs> free episodes. You want to say – okay, because for YouTube – Okay, some people just upload episodes. They don't care if they break, you know. Sure. You know, I'm saying for YouTube, Netflix, all these other things, start offering free showings, but put tons of commercials on it. That's all you got to do. And then if you say, hey, pay us 10 bucks a month and you get these without commercials. Well, it's it's, it's all up to the distributor and the production company. Right. And whatever deal they're going to find. That's why it's been so weird since it's taken so long for all of the networks to develop their own streaming services. And so that there are shows that were originally aired on NBC that now show up on CBS All Access or, um, yeah. you know, whatever it's going to be. Paramount Plus now. Uh, they, they end up on different streaming services because they haven't been carrying over the deals straight into streaming services. So... Uh, I think they're working their way back in a great show, great show like Night Court just doesn't have a home yet in the streaming service world. So uh, they, I mean, obviously somebody still cares about it because frankly, if nobody cared about the show, it would be all over YouTube and nobody would care. So somebody is going to the trouble of shutting down anytime somebody puts it up on YouTube. There's a lot of clips. 
but there's no full episodes and somebody has to be monitoring that. So somebody cares and they're working on a deal. I would imagine somewhere. I hope they're going to end up on Peacock. I liked me. Well, if they're doing this sequel, my guess is there's something brute. There's some kind of rights. You know, you're oh, deal. Yeah, right. on. That's exactly right. Whatever, whatever deal they're doing with the new show is going to involve a streaming deal with the old show. I would imagine. And what I would do to make Peacock more appealing to people, put the new show on Peacock, and you say, "Well, what do you put on NBC? We'll put reruns on there." And the more new stuff you put on Peacock, the more chances are people are going to pay for it, you know? I I don't know. Well, I'm going to pay for it because they have the WWE network now. Yeah. So right. I'm going to I'm going to buy it. Well, right, but for non-wrestling fans like me, it makes it tough. I don't know. I, but you should be a wrestling fan. I think we've already established this. <laughs> if you want the real drama, if you want drama, if you want comedy, you want action, you know, okay. you want science fiction, horror, it's all in wrestling. I'm telling you. John Larroquette is cursing us out right now because he's looking through <laughs> iTunes and saying, wow, somebody's podcasting about John Larroquette doesn't care about our podcast. But he is a brilliant actor. Uh, well, he's, he's cursing us out. And one of the great sitcom characters, the least of the 80s for sure, but one of the great sitcom characters of all time, Dan Fielding. Yeah, but she's going to be looking and saying, wow, it's a 20-minute podcast. It's nice and tight about Night Court. And we're yelling about also a little bit about wrestling. Yeah, Ever, yeah. Like everything in my yeah. life. It's also a little bit about wrestling. But hey, props yeah. to John Larroquette on his appearance on West Wing, too, though. He did a good job there. Yeah. What a great character. Oh, yes. The uh, the 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 uh, lawyer, right? The, the, yeah, the, the counsel, lead counsel. Lead counsel, yes. Here's one for you, Joe. What is it? Lex Luger, like Jerry Fly, on Twitter, interacting with Lex Luger. Beautiful. Lex Luger. That must have been a while ago because like Lex Luger passed away. It was yesterday. What? No, he's a. What? Okay, I'm really confused. What's happening here? You've lost control. <laughs> yeah, John You've Larry, lost control. John Larry Kent Muir. He's my all-time favorite wrestler. Oh, okay. And all he's, right, all right. He was in a horror... Uh, was it an accident or some... I mean, he was messed up uh, he's, for yeah. a long well, time. I mean, all the steroids and whatever that he was on. Yeah. He's he's had a rough time. Maybe... Yeah. maybe, maybe like no, he's, he's very active on Twitter. Okay. Well, well, Lex, come on the show, and maybe we can get you on the updated <laughs> Night Court. It'd be great. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> well, so, Night Court, what show? are we talking about? Right, right now, our guests are <laughs> a dude from Bucyrus who is a uh, ma- massage artist that grows his hair long until the Browns have a wing season. And hopefully, Paul will get somebody who goes to Big Ben's church. But we need more hey. guests. Let's get Lex Luger on. Come on. Well, well, we're not getting uh, we're not getting uh, John Larroquette at this point. Yeah, so let's get back to Night Court so we can bring him on a future. If show. we want to talk soccer, Luger's a soccer fan, so maybe if we want to do a soccer show, he'd come on. There you go. We can make this happen. <laughs> no, Lux is going to talk about every dumb TV show we're going to talk about each week. How about That's that? right. But this is not a dumb TV show. This is one of the greatest. No, shows no, yeah, game. right, right. But I mean, obviously, Lux. Like, this uh, no joke. Young, young little me. 
uh, back in the eighties, this was like one of my favorite shows of the like grown up shows or whatever. Like it, it doesn't hold a candle to GI Joe, but uh, for, for for a show that aired at nighttime, uh, this this was gold. Here's the thought about Night Court. I remember watching Night Court. I remember getting some loss on Night Court. I liked the cast. Um, I thought, you know, it made me laugh. I thought Harry, I wasn't a huge Harry Anderson guy. He was good. It just wasn't my type of humor, I guess. Um, But I loved the fact when they had people come in, like the. People that they were trying on court, you, you yeah. saw a lot of neat people come in. Like Norm McDonald was a one, and I, I'm sure there's a, a million other people of no millions. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. And it was all great comedy and everything. I I think that stuck out with me was Joe. You're right from the aspect of if it's not on a hundred different streaming networks, there's a little bit of a man. I miss Nightcore. I like to watch Nightcore somewhere, but then the other sake. If they drop Night Court on Hulu, like at you know noon, I don't know if I watch it that much because I still have probably about ten sitcoms I go to beforehand, and maybe I'm a nerd, but I'll watch Frasier through fifty times before I go on to a different show. You know, so I like Night Court. There's a lot of good I, stuff. I don't. Night Court. I don't disagree with that at all. I watch The Office far too much, and yeah. uh, and. <laughs> West Wing is <clears throat> just sort of continually on uh, Parks and Rec, uh, 30 Rock. I just watched two episodes of that this morning um, while I was eating breakfast. So, you know, I, I'm the same way. It's But the fact that it's not available right now drives me nuts because okay. I, I think it might be one of the ones I would go back to. It was It was just such a fun show. I understand... Uh, Harry Anderson, sort of an acquired taste. The show was really built around him. It's like in some ways they kind of wanted to find a vehicle for the guy. He had appeared as a guest star on several other shows, and every one of his appearances was always really highly rated and a lot of great responses, and everybody liked working with him. So they kind of built this thing as a vehicle for him uh, and then just absolutely lucked into a an all-star cast of really great role players uh, that made a great sitcom. And because of, like you were saying, with the format of having new people in and the, the cases they would try or other people that would come in to be involved, it was a really great just setup, a really great format onto which a lot of different things could hang. Uh, and so that's that's one of the things that made it a great show and a, a long running show. Um, even the fact that you're able to rotate through a couple of different, you know, public defenders and uh, bailiffs, and even the clerk changed at one point because it was a uh, it was a woman for a while, and then Mac came in. Um, uh, it had that rotating group of group of people, but. Uh, there was a, a really solid format that enabled a lot of great jokes in and around the story that you'd build with the main characters. Well, Paul, I like Night Court. I, I'm not missing it. I, I guess Drew Carey would be See, my... You're, just, you're too young to appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> Joe here is calling it the greatest piece of work, probably right behind the Bible of all time. Yep. Oh, I think absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. Not gonna, 
He's yeah, not yeah. Gonna, he's not going to be what you call it, um, blasphemous and say, "Oh, it's better than the Bible." But no. right behind the Bible, right after Night Court yeah. was the greatest piece of work of all time history. And I'm like, I'm okay if so. Where, where do you fall on this? You know, I, I, I tend to go with Joe in terms of that was of that whole NBC lineup. That was a highlight. I mean, it was just a feel good show. And that I mean, he played this judge who was perpetually optimistic, look for the best in people. Um, and it played well against just the ultra cynical, snarky, misogynistic, uh, attorney that John Larroquette played, but I mm -hmm. just, it was a, a really fun show. It was, it was a break from that eighties family centered sitcom where it's, you know, Cosby Show, Family Ties. It was something so different from all those other ones that I think really helped just kind of add a, a different flavor to it. That, yeah, was, I, I don't know where I'd rank it on, in terms of best sitcoms ever, but it was really, really good. Okay. I have trouble putting it on a best best sitcoms ever as well, but definitely of the eighties. And it has that. It was that quirky show, uh, and and I think even for the time. And I, you know, I haven't reviewed the entire show. Uh, but uh, in terms of how it holds up in 2010, you know, in 2020, uh, there's a lot of different things that happen uh, in, in the last 10 years. And I don't know if its humor holds up quite as well, uh, not being able to rewatch the whole thing. Uh, but I will say for its time, it was a very diverse cast. Uh, you had a whole through line of the uh the vietnamese woman that mac had married because he was a former soldier uh so there was a whole thread where his his extended family didn't accept his his vietnamese wife and so that was a whole thread you had a cast that was a good mix of african-american and uh you know white people uh for that period it was a pretty diverse show that then related to a lot of different issues that would show up again sitcoms now struggle to really deal with real issues i think without becoming dramas uh but night court was one of those shows that was able to find its ways into various issues of the day because of the diversity of the cast and the format that they were doing night court and you know, who in the world knows what's going to show up at, at 11 p.m. in court. Um, you know, it could be literally anything from, you know, the Trekkies fighting each other over which uh, series was better. You know, it, it, could, it could be anything. Um, you know, clowns. There was the family, that weird Appalachian family that would show up all the time. It was actually played by Brent Spiner, who was on uh, Star Trek, uh, a lot of recurring characters like that, that ended up with a lot of really serious issue conversations for a sitcom, uh, that weren't always happening at that time. Well, your controversial hot take, I'll say this much. I liked it better than Cheers when it was on. Yeah, I was a I big agree. Yeah, I was I a agree. big Cheers fan. I love Frasier. I, I've watched Cheers. I don't really find a ton of great stuff about Cheers. I mean, I wouldn't sit and watch Cheers all day. No way. I actually tried to restart it not too long ago just because I appreciate 
the structure and the writing, especially in the later seasons, but trying to rewatch it from the beginning was a little rough and I stopped watching. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get to this before we close because they're bringing back um, Night Court. Um, apparently, John Larrikat, and sadly, Harry Anderson isn't with us. How did he yeah, pass like a couple years ago? Uh, hey, I'm going to say it was, was it, was it cancer? That sounds right. Let me look know. it up. We should get that right. Oh, no, it was uh, flu. Uh, and then Ooh. suffered some strokes. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I never was a Harry. He was young. Fan. He was 65. That yeah, was... But the, yeah, but the fact he died so was sad. Yeah. 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 That was only a couple of years ago. I was seeing a stroke, too, yeah. So, wow. Yeah, that's sad. Well, but they are bringing it back. Uh, John Larroquette would be your star. I don't know who would play the judge. They're probably trying to figure it out. And actually, that might be him. Like at his age, uh, it would make more sense for him to be the judge now. Okay. And then a uh, girl, I'm not a huge um, uh, Big Bang Theory fan, but the uh, not Sheldon's wife, the other kid's wife. Um, oh, what's her name? Howard's wife, yeah. She's actually a producer of the show. I don't, I don't think she'll be on it, but apparently she's helped producing the show, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I have not uh, heard. Is Reinhold Weege still going to be a part? I don't know. I don't know. I, I sent you guys a link. I'll be honest. I really haven't read it that much. Um, Joe sounds like you're in. I mean, you're. I would definitely be interested. I Where's it going to air? Do you know? Um. Here, why don't you guys talk about it for a second? I'll try to look it up as <laughs> we don't have dead air here. <laughs> so. You know, I, I think I lean towards, and I, I'm I'm excited about this possibility because I, I I'm more of the more in the slapstick realm of comedy, like more community that kind of thing. Where I think that's maybe why Night Court resonates with me. It was more of a silly humor than like Cheers or Frasier. Mm-hmm. That's not that those were necessarily highbrow comedies, but that that kind of it just the be. silly comedy oh. is more. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here, here's interesting. Abby Stone, who is the real life daughter, um, of of Harry Anderson. Well, well okay. I I'm sorry. I'm losing this. <laughs> oh, okay. They're going to, on the show, have a judge who has not been cast yet, but she's going to play the role of Harry Stone's daughter who takes over for Harry and becomes the judge of the show. So it'll, it'll be a female judge on the new Night Court. Oh, they okay. haven't cast yet, but whoever they cast will play the role of Harry Anderson's daughter. And obviously Harry's not with us anymore. Right. Um, John Larroquette apparently will play his same role. Yeah. Yeah, Melissa Rauch, uh, the girl from Big Bang Theory, she'll executive produce. It's a multi-cam project. Um, Also, the writer, Dan Rubin, you might remember him from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, He'll be the main writer and Larroquette producer. So it'll still have that same quirky sense of humor if it's going to be written by the Kimmy Schmidt guy. Yeah, I, I would assume that. I mean, no, watch. They'll, they'll make it feel like um, 
Law and Order or something. That'll make it real serious. Yeah, but no, <laughs> no, it'll 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 still have that same sense of humor. Where yeah. at any point it wasn't too good for all of a sudden everybody to be wearing silly costumes. Yeah, you know, some shows would be too good to all of a sudden have the uh, the character that they're defending be uh, Wiley Coyote. Yeah, you know, you cut <laughs> you cut back. You need to leave that bird alone, and then it cuts back to the defendant, and it's an animated Wiley Coyote. Like that's yeah, that's the kind of show that Night Court was, and, and it won a bunch of awards too. Like it wasn't just a goofy comedy that nobody paid attention to. Right. Uh, you know, it won a lot of awards and, uh, and, uh, John Larroquette four years running walked away with outstanding supporting actor and comedy series. Like he was, he was undefeatable for the late eighties. And as of the story, and I'm looking at December story uh, in TV line, um, it's being eyed. So I don't think it's officially on the schedule by any means, but they're looking at there. It's in development and they're saying it's eyed by NBC. So I'm assuming maybe you'll see it on the regular NBC or you see it on Peacock. So yeah. that, that's the latest we heard. But I think it's kind of like the Frasier reboot. We're being teased, but we haven't heard too much else about it yet. So should be interesting. Still in, so. still in development. And I'm yeah. always a little bit torn on the things that are the the uh, 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 reboots like this. I'd almost prefer to see them do a new show. But, you know. As long as we can still find the old show somewhere, I'm I'm happy. <laughs> and, and put it on some streaming service. Come on, you know. Right. Uh, as well as so. All right. Anything else about Night Court? No. Do not think so. Great show. Go find it. Stream. Yeah. It. <laughs> should, should Let us know good. where you found it. Yes. Tell us where you found it. <laughs> yeah. Well, busy afternoon. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy your afternoon. I guess baseball starts this afternoon. I guess, right? That's Am I confused? All right. Yeah, and then Joe and I are getting our COVID shots. Uh, not together, but we'll get our COVID shots. So, hey, <laughs> we'll be around for a while. It'll take more than COVID to get us down. So, it should be good. All right. Well, hey, as always, thanks for checking out the review show. What's on the docket for next week? Do we have a. A topic? I don't Jay? think we have a topic for next week. Not yet. Pandemic anyway. shock and terror. What's that? Man, you really gonna make us Pandemic watch this thing? Pandemic shock and terror. <laughs> <sighs> Is that on streaming anywhere? It's Is streaming. It yeah, it's streaming. Uh, it's on. It, you probably find it on YouTube, but it's on. It's typically been on Amazon Prime. What's it called? Are we doing Birdemic. it? Birdemic shock and terror. <laughs> okay. Bird Let's say this is happening. Oh, it's happening. Yeah. Let's do this. Birdemic Shock of Terror with its ten thousand dollar budget. Oh man. <laughs> well, I'm making sure I can find it somewhere. I mean, um, if you, if you guys are willing to fund me on HBO Max, I can see some stuff, but. Trying to see if it's available on YouTube. It was last time I checked. Um, Amazon Prime. Is it the free free Amazon Prime or it's on, it's on Tubi? Uh, okay, Tubi. If you subscribe, if you get the app or whatever for Tubi, 
Well, I'm an Amazon Prime member. Can I watch it? Says it, it says it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. That's what it says. I'm looking, so I know, I know it's that. so oh, bad. This is going to be so bad. It's happening. It is All right. happening. All right. It's, it's happening. happening. Jeez. Yikes. Oh. <laughs> Worst well, movie ever made. I have to watch that after it is the worst movie ever made, The True Story of Bird Demic, which is on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Joe and I will start our own podcast network by next week. <laughs> a sexy lingerie model and a successful software salesman go on a weekend getaway to a quaint northern California town. That's all it says. That's right. that's the most boring. That's not even a good description of a movie. <laughs> Suggested by the pastor of our panel. I'll tell you. <laughs> it's got to be right. All right. Oh. So, Bird. Birdemic shock and terror. Everyone run to your Amazon. <laughs> it's going to be a doozy. <laughs> I, I'm hoping the sewers make you money <laughs> next week. <laughs> I'm hoping, hoping I mean, we at least need if four have, hours. If you have high focus. blood pressure, do, do some calming exercises because the just the opening title sequence, will your heart rate will just skyrocket. So just so a I heads up. I shouldn't watch this as an eight-year-old, right? It's got to be late at night. <laughs> Whenever you're the most calm, because you're gonna need that calm okay. base to start from. This is a movie for children, I guess, right? Uh, it looks like it. It was a movie for themselves. It, it was not really. It's, a movie. it's not going to be offensive to. <laughs> it won't be offensive. Okay. Just to uh, our artistic sensibilities. Sounds good. <laughs> well, well, guys, I gotta get rolling. I gotta. Uh, help my wife out with something. But hey, thanks as always for your time. Thanks for checking the review. As always, check out Steelers Podcast. You might be like, I don't care about the Steelers. But we try to have fun and yell at people and talk about names and all that other stuff. So check out anyway and check out all of our other podcasts for our network. Uh, check out the new podcast, Hope Interrupted. Paul, maybe that's a book you can um, review coming up um, with Byron McCauley and Jennifer uh, Mooney. Uh, definitely check it out. You can buy the book from our podcast as well. Uh, thanks again for everything, guys. Y'all have a great day. Yep.